time to pick the nose. It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. And the nose. I want winners. I want people that want to win. All right, folks. Welcome, Zach and the Nose Podcast. It's week 13 of the NFL season, volume 8 of our podcast here. And I'm very excited. I had a good Thanksgiving, but I before we get to any of that, I have to introduce my partner in crime, as you always hear on this podcast, and you hear uh, Wednesdays usually on the Joe Rose Show on 560 WQAM, The Nose, at Spencer Nose on Twitter, N-O-S-E, The Nose Nose. Nose, how are you, buddy? And uh, how was your Thanksgiving? We'll get into it quickly because I know no one wants to hear our BS. But how was your Thanksgiving? It was stressful. And it's not supposed to be stressful anymore. Why was it stressful? Oh, I had both the families together. And, you know, give my mom a few drinks. You don't know what she's going to say. Sure, sure. Have my wife basically drunk before it starts. You don't know what she's going to say. And then all of a sudden things get a little dicey. And I'm a guy that like tries to control a situation where everyone's yeah. happy and uncontrollable. Yeah. All I I just want to be a kid again, Zach. I just want to be able to play football on the streets, go eat my food, sit on a couch and watch football, and have no one really, you know, life got a little more stressful as you got older. Yeah, it sucks. Well, it, life sucks. That's really what it comes down to. That's why we do fantasy football to take us away from all of the all the BS from all that. Fantasy fa- football is stressful, though. I know. It, it is now because we're getting oh into the nitty-gritty goodness. of fantasy of football. Uh, it was my son's first Thanksgiving home, uh, and we had it at my parents' house, and uh, we put a little gravy like on his lips so he could taste a little of the gravy. Do you have any stress? Uh, no, not really stress for me. More of uh, I ate too much. Of but course you did. That always happens. I, I still believe you got a meat cleaver and had a half a turkey, and you just took it to the side of the house. If I could have. I almost got a finger cut off, though, by my dad, because I told you beforehand in the last podcast last week, if when dad, Papa Krantz, is carving the turkey, do not go near the turkey. Dad, for one second, went to go sharpen the knife about six feet away, and I stuck my hand near the turkey and if my dad could have, he would have thrown the meat cleaver at my finger. Instead, he just pointed the knife at me like like Darth Vader. Like it was just like like step away. I walked away. I did get a little bit, but it almost cost me a finger. Almost. I know your dad. Yeah, super nice guy. Don't but when don't, he gives you don't bleep with him, dude. Yeah, I know he, a little fear. Yeah, yeah, it's called fear. Channing Crowder won't even shake his hand anymore because my dad shakes your hand and does it like a man. Like he shakes your hand and squeezes. And Channing has got, like, behemoth hands, like ridiculous, like King Kong hands, like crazy ones. My dads are bigger and squeeze harder. My Now, my dad doesn't even know what a fist bump is, but Channing fist bumps him at the house when he comes over and everything because he doesn't want to do that. But anyways, that's that's some of the BS from all the stuff on Thanksgiving. I'd like to make one quick Thanksgiving uh, omission. Well, is that the right word? I guess it is. Okay, yeah. well, we'll use that, yeah. Yeah, I make up words, but you guys sort of understand what I, it means. I do that five days a week. I grab so much turkey skin when the when the father-in-law is not looking, and I eat it, like, literally just fat. And I just... So good. I put my head back. I put the hand up in the air. Wow, And I nice. slowly put it down my throat. And then, <laughs> I, you know, I get caught by my wife looking at me, and she's like, what is wrong, wrong with, with you? you? Yeah. It's like Thanksgiving. We're doing Thanksgiving in my house. We made the plans already for next Thanksgiving. We're doing it in my house next year. And I told my dad I have a special thing planned for him. I am buying six packages of bacon. I'm wrapping that turkey. I've seen bacon. a lot of yes. pictures of bacon. I saw that this Thanksgiving. year. Yeah, I saw. I, it. I'm in on that. I'm fully in I mean, on it. What could yeah. be wrong with bacon fat going into the, the turkey, turkey to yes. make it moist and give it a little pork flavor? Mm. 
Oh, God, I'm starving. Yeah, what just happened? Should we cancel this and just eat? I, Can I, we just go eat right now? I'm All right, let's so actually hungry. do Lay oh, off me. Starving. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving. You saw that. Lay off me, I'm starving. Someone is listening to the podcast. It's you, but, you know, whatever. All right, let's get into some fantasy football talk. Obviously, that's what we do here on the podcast. Little advice, little things. Uh, some advice going into the playoffs now, because if you're in any of the season-long leagues, you're getting either ready for the playoffs or you're making that last run into the playoffs. In my team as well, I'm in that boat also, uh, trying to get that last playoff spot in my league. Uh, let's start off with... Um, some advice, I guess you could say, going forward for the next couple weeks in the playoffs for you. Before we get to your nose pick of the week from last week and we get into all the sniff tests and all that stuff, what kind of advice can you give some people right now out there listening who are worried about, okay, this guy might be hurt or this guy's out now. We already know one top flight running back not going to play this week because of suspension because he tried to uh, jack Shaq Lawson right in the face. I guess he did, and he and the appeal didn't go through, so he's going to be missing. But what kind of advice can you give some people right now in for the next couple of weeks. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about it. So last week we discussed uh, defenses during the money weeks. Money weeks are weeks fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. We'll get into the discussion if your fantasy finals are in the week seventeen. That's called an amateur league, and you should yell at your commissioner. And next year you should not have week seventeen. But hopefully next year when we're doing our fantasy draft prep, I will be giving commissioners all of the proper etiquettes. But that's for later. That's so. Make sure right now that, again, just a reminder that if you have some dead weight on your roster to, and if you are making the playoffs, whether you're in week 14, 15, or 16, get the right defensive matchups in there. Go look, see who's playing Buffalo, see who's playing Jacksonville, see who's playing your Miami Dolphins, right. and get those defenses against them. I know defenses in some league give big points, some not so much, but every point counts in fantasy. So that's one thing. But this week, what we're discussing is handcuffs. What handcuffs are, for those who don't know, are you have your starting running backs and you want to make sure you have their backup. Now, certain guys are out there that you don't need their backup because they're, you know, you're going to take Ivory from the, the Bills? No, Ivory's not going to do anything for you if LaShawn McCoy gets down. It's probably going to be a committee situation. But I have right now a list of players that have backups, and I'm going to rip them off for you right now. So if you have any of these starting running backs and their backup is on the waiver wires, I recommend you run, don't walk, get them right now. So let's try this. If you have Joe Mixon, then you have to get you a Bernard. If you have James Conner, scoop up Steven Ridley. If you own Lamar Miller, what a stud, by the way. Stud. I'm like, grab that boy. Alfred, you're my boy, Blue. If you have Leonard Fournette, it's time to have Carlos Hyde, especially because he's hitting people in the face that have face masks on. Sure, yeah. Really smart. Yep. Good job, buddy. If you own Cream Hunt, you must have Spencer Ware, big time. And obviously the big one, oh, my God, if you had MG3, I hope you have Austin Ekelar and now that rookie Jackson. That's a big, big hit. And God bless you if you're an Elvin Gordon owner like I am right now. Sunday was not my best day. No. No. It sucked. Especially when you are already clinched in the playoffs and you just need to stay healthy and that happens. Of course. Killer. Yep. If you own Zeke Elliott, get Rod Smith. If you own Dalvin Cook, it's time to rescoop Murray. If you own Tevin Coleman, time to get your boy Judge Ito. And last but not least, the best running back in the league, if you have Dodd, Todd Gurley, then you should own Malcolm Brown. So those are the basically the ones that I handpicked of handcuffs that if they are, again, available on your waiver wires, go get them now. 
Drop your dead weight. Again, there's a ton of players I better on your roster that you're like, yeah, they could be good. A perfect example was a guy last week I mentioned, Nelson Aguilar. Like, he's being rostered by like 40, 50% of all, you know, all teams right now. Bad idea. Just, just drop him. He's not, if you're starting him, you're probably not going to Not going to the playoffs anyway. Or you're not going to win your fantasy. Yeah, one of the two. So it's time to drop your dead weight. Make sure that you have the backups to your starters, especially on good teams. And that's the lesson of the week right now in terms of getting ready. So you're going to handcuff your running backs, you're going to get your defenses, and then you're going to wake, you know, every night you're going to pray to whatever God you pray to that your players stay healthy and you don't have to deal with this nonsense. All right, so that's some advice uh, for the next couple weeks coming up, whether you're in the playoffs or hunting for the playoffs. Let's go over last week's picks. Uh, a couple nosebleeds, not uh, not as crazy as the week before with your nosebleeds, although you were very harsh on your on yourself. Uh, we usually let the, the people that listen to the podcast, the, the tweeters and all that stuff, usually get harsh on you, but you were really harsh on yourself last week. Let's go over some of the, I guess, the, the nosebleeds for last week. Uh-oh. Nosebleed. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this week, so this one's... Not going to be in a jappy voice where I was totally embarrassing myself. Yeah, that was week. pretty embarrassing. I mean, when you re- recommend Demarius Thomas and he gets you a zero, yeah. I deserve to embarrass myself. That's the way that, you know, <laughs> it's what we got to do with ourselves on this podcast. Listen, that's what the podcast is all about calling people out. Yeah, and having some fun. Yep. And of course, Demarius Thomas this week goes money, money ball, money ball. And yep. which I thought it was going to be. So it's a perfect little segue into the fact that I recommended Kike Kute because I thought. DeAndre Hopkins was going to get smothered a bit, and he did. So I thought he was going to go to Kuti. Uh, yeah, two catches for 14 yards. Ugh. That's a hell of a nosebleed right there. I told you to start Doug Baldwin, and I had a lot more in mind than the five for 39 yards he gave me. I said to bench Case Keenum, and he actually had 197 yards and two touchdowns. So if you were replacing one of your, you know, what was it, Goff and Mahomes last week with Keenum, you actually did pretty good there. It's not a terrible nosebleed, but LeGarrette Blunt was. Oh, my boy, Blunt. He, uh, I told him not to start him. A monster game on Thanksgiving. Two touchdowns right in my ear. Yeah, the Blunt and, smoked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah he that's sure it. did. Like yeah. a Philly, Dutchy. What do you think? Elpo. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, one of those yeah, two. That's, that's where you went? Yep. Fair enough. And that was it. So that was a pretty sweet... Um, you know, in terms of nosebleeds, that was all I had. But I had a lot of nose candy you. For sure you. did. May yeah, I? let's... Let's go over some of that nose candy because you did give a lot of good advice last week. Uh, so let's go over it. Let, I mean, like I always let you do here, the mic is yours. Beat your chest. Go over your nose candy and be proud of yourself. I'm going to be yeah. proud of myself on this one. Nose candy. The number one player that I had last week was I said start Jameis Winston. Whether it was DFS or you had to pick a backup to the two stars of Goff and Mahomes, it was all about Jameis Winston saying, okay, guys, the whole Fitzmagic thing was cute, but you want me as your quarterback, and he was great. 312 yards in the air, 25 yards on the ground, and two touchdowns. The key, no interceptions, yeah, no fumbles, yeah. no turnovers. Huge game from him. I gave you Andrew Luck as a must-start and a great, another great DFS play. 343 yards and three touchdowns. Jeez. Dude, he's He is back. awesome, yep. Right. He is back. You know, it took him two full years to get that shoulder back to where it was, where people didn't know if he was going to come back. The Colts are on the rise. The Colts are on the rise. And Andrew Luck is now a must-start, obviously, in all fantasy leagues. He's the hottest player in the league. I said to go with Dak on Turkey Day, which was a pretty bold call because he hasn't been that good. 289 uh, yards in the air, two touchdowns, and 
another rushing touchdown, making a total of three touchdowns. Made uh, my quarterback recommendations were st- well done last stone week. Stone cold yes. all through that yes. ass. Yeah, they were baby. awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I said to start Nick Chubb, who had 128 total yards and two touchdowns. Thank you. What a stud that I is. I said go pick up and start Gus Edwards, who had over 110 yards on the ground. Uh, I told you guys, this one guy I've been preaching is Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. Well, he had a touchdown. He had 17 total fantasy yards. And that number is climbing because the defenses they are playing as we move forward are uh, really poor. I said to bench Adrian Peterson. Only had 35 rushing guards. Pretty proud of that call. Uh, this guy, Marquez Vandes scantling was being discussed as a top you know, player. Not anymore. I said to bench him. He can't be trusted. He only had one catch for three yards. And finally, the nose pick of the week was Joe Mixon. And although he didn't find the end zone, he did have 22 and a half fantasy points in PPR league. So I'm okay with that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Whether you found the end zone or not, you score in the, you score in the 20s. Uh, you have a good day with that. So Joe Mixon definitely was a pretty good nose pick of the week. Nose candy, I guess you could say, with Joe Joe Mixon on that. All right, what we do here on the podcast each and every week, we do a little something-something called who passes the sniff test and who fails the sniff test. We'll go for quarterbacks first, and we'll see who the nose thinks passes the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? All right, quarterbacks. Mr. Randy Watson. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. All right, I just I saw Watson and I went for it. I mean, Coming to America, one yeah. of the finest films of all time. Sexual Chocolate. Thank you. Yeah, Thank of course. You. Of course you knew that. <laughs> it feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful art. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And um, while you're in the clapping mood, I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. They play so fine, don't you agree? I believe the children are our future. Thank you. Teach them well and... Let them lead the way Show them all the beauty they possess inside uh, Deshaun Watson is a must DFS play He is a must weekly play Whatever league you are in I love Deshaun Watson This is a team that needs the wins And last week DeAndre Hopkins had his first bad week in forever He didn't get over 100 yards And he didn't score a touchdown Which is like the first time in Gosh, two, three months so, that being said, I have Hopkins having a monster game. Uh, so, if you could do a stack in your DFS league, I think Watson to Hopkins is a beautiful play. He's going against a bad Cleveland secondary, and it's just going to be a beautiful show. Watson is on the rise. That team is on the rise, so I love him. Next, Russell Wilson. Um, God, what could I say? Sierra must be making him happy at home because things are going really well for him right now. He's going against the 49ers, and he's just throwing the ball to everybody. He's now running the ball. Russell Wilson, we've discussed, had a really bad first eight weeks. But yep. It, you know, if you got through it and he's on your roster, he's going to be your – he's a starter. He's a starter for you right now. So I absolutely love Russell Wilson. So if you have him on your team, he's a starter this week. Uh, and last, I'm going for – people have been reaching out to me, Zach, saying, okay – I like to spend as little money as possible on quarterbacks in my daily fantasy leagues. So I wanted to point out a player, and you know that's going to be real cheap. So you could spend your money in all the other areas. 
your boy, Colt McCoy, who you had to start last week in your major no league. No golf last week for me. I'm playing against the best team in the league, uh, who, by the way, it might be the number one team in the league, but I've carved his ass up twice now during the regular season. Hopefully you're going to see him in the first round of the Papa playoffs. Papa Krantz would be proud of that carving. Yes, yes, he would be very well. That's for you, Ian. And, uh, yeah, I had to play Colt McCoy uh, last week, and I was scared bleepless going into the week because I'm thinking to myself, I'm fighting for a playoff spot. This is the time when I, ha- I have – we start two quarterbacks in my league, and I have Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, and Jared Goff. I'm pretty solid at the quarterback position until I get to a bye week, and then in my league – I picked up a couple weeks ago, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and of course he gets benched right before, uh, right before Goff goes on the bye. It was no, but you know what? For for a week or two, it was nose candy. The problem was he has one bad week, he gets benched. Jameis Winston comes in, and we talked about it. He was a must start for you last week. He had a great game last week. I was outbid by one dollar in my league for Jameis Winston. So instead of getting Jameis, I got Colt, and I freaked out until that game started at 4 o'clock on Turkey Day. And I said to myself, I'll take it. Whatever he gives me at this point, as long as it's more than 10 fantasy points, I'll take. I think he got me about 16 fantasy points or 15, whatever it was. It was fine. I won my week. Colt's back on my bench. God forbid I have to put him in again for the next four or five weeks or whatever it is until I get to hopefully the Super Bowl in my league. But it worked. It was nose candy for me last week. Thank you. Did you throw an Ian in there? I did, yes. I had a Ripian. You did? Yes. Wow, we are very incestuous. Did you know that I believe my sister's boyfriend, first boyfriend, was Ian? And, you you know, total that with uh, my wife losing her virginity oh, in your bed. Are we going back to things, this? Things are going. Uh, of course I am. Of I'm very disappointed I didn't mention in the last few. So yeah, you're right. We're back. A lot, a lot of uh, history between all of us here, it seems like. Not just fantasy football. I am very close to you right now, too. In this I know. Room. Yes, you are. You're too close, man. You're too close, man. Anyway, going back, back to uh, Colt McCoy, I, the Eagles, I think, are literally calling players off the street to play in their secondary right now. That's how hurt they are. So if you're looking for a cheap play, Colt McCoy is throwing against literally third-string uh, secondary right now, and the Eagles should score. So it just it's simple, you know, logic. I think he's going to actually have a pretty good game right wow. now. Wow. So if you're looking for a cheap DFS play, I think Colt McCoy could get you enough fantasy points where, you know, you don't have to pick that top quarterback. Don't pick, you know, an Aaron Rodgers this week. Go cheap. It's a strategy. Maybe try one or, you know, for like five, six bucks, try one of those and maybe you'll make a million dollars. Oh, that'd be nice. I'd like to make a million dollars off five or six dollars. All right. Those are the quarterbacks that pass the sniff test for this week. And let's get to the running backs that pass the sniff test. So I'm... I'm doing, again, a little bit more DFS. My boy Jay May requested it, so I thought, you know, why not do it? So uh, if you're going to go with Colt McCoy, you're going to have some money to spend. That's right. Kareem Hunt is going to go feeding. He is going to be unbelievable. He's going against the Raiders that uh, they can't stop anybody, and I don't think they're trying to stop anybody. No, I don't think they are either. So, you know, uh, He's my number one running back this week, and I highly recommend him in your, what is it, FanDuel or DraftKings, whatever you're doing. Daily leagues, yes. Yep. Kareem Hunt is your daily league star of the week. That's wow, I like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, and then right behind him, just stack him with Aaron Jones. This is... Oh, A-A-Ron, huh? Dude, Aaron Jones is an absolute must-play against the Cardinals' defense. Their second, excuse me, their secondary is great. Their rush defense is... Terrible. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Really, really bad. So Aaron Jones is just his rising star right now. And um, he's a must start. If you held on to him, he was suspended the first two games and he didn't come off after the next four games. But if you held on to him, 
you are getting yours. You're, you, you know, you've done a good job. <laughs> so Aaron Jones is a must play. And uh, last one is something I know that you've been um, curious about because he's on your team, LaShawn McCoy. That's right, yeah. What It's always been like the, 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 the balancing act of, do I start him? Do I sit him? Because that's what it's been like all year long for LaShawn McCoy. It's been in the last three years. This guy's been a first-round pick. Like yes. This guy was a top dog running back in the league. And just this year, and, and, and like, I, like I always talk to Nose right before my season-long draft, and we go over strategy of who to take and who he likes and blah, blah, blah. And LaShawn McCoy was one of those guys that I loved, and, and Nose just said to me, just back off a little bit. Don't draft him too early. We don't know about the legal stuff. That was my biggest fear was the legal stuff. Something happens with him week two. He gets suspended for six or eight games, and then I'm done, and my fourth-round pick is gone. I ended up getting him in, like, the sixth round. It was an actual good value pick there, but he has been poop. He has been poop this season. He has been inconsistent, but I do think he has a – as sad as it is to say – He's got a pretty good matchup this week. He does have a pretty good yeah. matchup against your Miami Dolphins. Terrible run defense. I think the worst in the league. It's up there. They're yeah. they're they're 30th, but or 29th or 30th right now. But uh McCoy is they're going back to the basics in Buffalo. They're trying to win there. That's right. They're trying, and that's a big big deal there because um, you know, they have a new quarterback and he's showing a lot of spirit. He's running. The Buffalo's starting to believe. And um McCoy had 18 rushes last week, and so there's an uptick in his production. And again, they're going to run the ball against the Dolphins. And so therefore, if you have McCoy, and he's a perfect example of a guy that I know you're saying, what do I do? I'm telling you to start him. I know in your league, I'm telling you to start him over Mark Ingram. Yes, yes, you've So there's a perfect example. Do yep. I start him or Mark Ingram? Now, of course, that could bite me in the ass, but because uh, Mark Ingram has, you know, He's been a pretty pretty good player the last couple of weeks. It's all that team's all yeah. about game flow. We can talk it. about that another time. Sometimes it's just they give Ingram the ball because it's his time, and sometimes they give Kamara the ball a lot more, and Ingram sits on the bench. It's hard to tell. So that because of that little in, you know, not knowing of what their strategy is going to be and what Payton's going to do. Uh, this week, I'm going with McCoy over Ingram for you, so hopefully that can help other people out there. I will try with that. McCoy also probably be a little bit cheaper in those daily leagues, too, and not too expensive there. Not like Kareem Hunt or one of those guys, so that would be a good value pick as well. All right, passing the sniff test for the wide receivers. Give me a couple here that pass it for you. So I'm all in on DJ Moore. Carolina Panthers, rookie wide receiver from Maryland. You know, I thought I was all in on Cortland Sutton, uh, Court, Cortland Sutton of Denver until I realized his quarterback cannot get him the ball. But that is not a concern for Cam Newton. Cam Newton is feeding DJ Moore, and this is a rising star in Carolina. Last week he had eight grabs for ninety, yeah, for ninety-one yards, and I expect him to do better against the Bucks. You know they're going to air it out, and therefore. Uh, Carolina's going to have to throw the ball a lot, too. So last week was crazy Christian McCaffrey game, and Moore still had his. This week, I have Moore having a monster week. And your next one on here, I believe he's been a nose pick of the week in the last it couple was weeks the as best. well. It was the best nose pick of That's the week. That's right. And That's I'm here right. to remind everybody that Corey Davis should stay in your lineup. The Titans wide receiver is now the number one man there. They're getting him his targets. He's completely talented. Oh, my God. He is really good. I don't know if you watched Monday Night Football, but he took a reverse 31 yards, and and he just had the speed. He had a gear that I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, Great ball player. And now if you have him, he had a stretch of six weeks where he did nothing. He is here. He is here to stay. Get him in your lineups against that fried Jets defense. No good. Yeah. Yeah. 
Last guy is uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Manny. Manny. Love it. Yeah, I, 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 Case Keenum's not throwing Cortland Sutton the ball because he's throwing the ball to Manny Sanders. That's right. That's, That's right. right. And I know you know all about him. I do. This is a gravy matchup versus the Bengals. It's delicious. It tastes great. Mm, I like Where, that. I, we keep going back to this Thanksgiving thing. stuffing, yeah. Oh, my mm, God. Stuff. I'm starving mm, again. Yeah. Stuffing. <laughs> Manny Sanders is a must start. Yes. And yeah, and, and I do like him in DFS as well. He's got the, he, anybody who's going against the Bengals right now, just feed him. Just feed him. And so uh, I have Manny Sanders having a good game. And if you do have Cortland Sutton and you do need uh, a player in there, I still believe in him. But right now, Manny is the, the player I'm recommending. All right. So those are quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that pass the sniff test. Now, if we have players that pass the sniff test, we obviously have to, some, have to go to some players that fail the sniff test who fails the sniff test and we'll start with the quarterback position uh i see on your list already and i'm blinking my eyes so i'll let you explain uh give me a couple quarterbacks that fail the sniff test so the failing the sniff test i feel like i take more pride in picking the guys that you say you gotta have uh what's the right word you have to have control work with me here you have to have not not coming up with it no i'm 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 thinking about turkey you are. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not even, I, I, I forgot where you were. The word was restraint. Podcast. I came up with it. Yes. Wow. Well done. Woo. Well done. I have no restraint towards Turkey Day. You have to have restraint and you have to bench, believe it or not, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Wow. This week. If, for example, you say you have like a Jameis Winston on your team, obviously I'm not telling you to start Colt McCoy over Aaron Rodgers, everybody. Please keep everything into perspective. But Aaron Rodgers and that whole offense is a nightmare dis- you know, besides the other A.A. Ron who. I have a, I have a little band. So good. So yep. good. Yep. But are you noticing that there's a major problem there in Green Bay? Yes, there is. Yes, the head coach is basically He's gone. Gone. He's not going to be there next season. And Rodgers doesn't have the weapons, and he has one major weapon, and Devontae Adams is a star. I give him that. But he's going against Patrick Peterson, and it's going to be all day Peterson versus Adams. And uh, in that situation... He has to throw the ball to a bunch of guys that you don't know their names. Uh-huh. Right. I don't think Aaron knows their names. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Maybe not. He's not. Calls had, him by number. Yeah. You know, Scantling's been no good. It's just been a, Jimmy Graham has been no good. Such a disappointment. Hurt. Yeah. If he's playing, he's not doing anything. Aaron Rodgers is being, uh, he's putting up very normal numbers. Like just down to earth numbers. Thank not, you. Nor, not normal Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers' numbers, like you see, he's putting up numbers like he's a, a mid-tier quarterback. Finally, you're helping me get words out of my well, mouth. I, I stopped thinking about my, stuffing for a second. My vocabulary. Yeah. Well, I don't have any vocabulary. Oh, SATs stuffing, were a gravy or yams. Yeah. God, yeah. I did so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers right now is going against a great secondary, and they have a horrible rush defense. So I just think that in order for them to win the game, they're just going to have to give the ball to Jones a whole lot. You know, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to probably throw a touchdown or two, but it's not going to be those Aaron Rodgers-type numbers that you're used to in the past. That guy's not walking through the door anymore, and I'm a little concerned that if they lose another game, they could look into possibly using that knee that has been busted all year as a sort excuse of a, to sit him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, guy's trying to save his job, but I think the guy above him, you know, the— the owner of the team might just say, you know what, let's shut this thing down and bring in a whole new regime. For next week. He's not healthy. Year, yeah. He's not running the ball. He's when he he's best when he's running the ball and throwing the ball on a dart on the run. He's not doing that this year. So anyway, Aaron Rodgers, a really bad play DFS wise this week, and I don't love him this week in general. All right. So any more quarterbacks that are failing the sniff test for you this week? 
just for the uh, reason that we're in the South Florida market, if you are starting Ryan Tannehill, you are an embarrassment. Well, that or you have no- nothing else on your team, and I'm sorry that you lost this week. Right. And That's basically what it is. Quietly, the Bills have the number one pass defense in the entire NFL. I can't believe how good that defense is. That team. It's really Not good. this year. If they can get some offense put together, if LaShawn McCoy could actually run the ball like he's used to, and Josh Allen becomes a halfway decent quarterback, with that defense, this could be the second best team in the AFC East behind you-know-who and you-know-who and you-know-who up in Boston. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, yes, I do. Yep. Last one. Rosen. Rosen Ruda. Mm. Ah, Rosen Ruda. <laughs> Josh Rosen, simply put, drop him. I, uh, I'm done with him. And if you are an owner of Larry Fitzgerald, I know you got a lucky touchdown last week. It's not good. He is not ready to play. Um, so this is just something in general. I want you to pick up any other quarterback and put him on your bench over Rosen. So that's just one of those things that this guy is not going to help you for the rest of the sure, fantasy season. Of course. Yeah. All right, so those are the quarterbacks that fail the sniff test for this week. Let's get on to the running back position. Give me a couple running backs that people should stay away from because they fail the sniff test. All right, let's run through through these real quick. Um, Tevin Coleman and the Judge Ito are going against the Ravens' number three rush defense. This is a really bad matchup for them. That's a very physical defense. I don't like either of the running backs there. Um, A very tough one to call out right now is James White. Wow. Who was a former nose pick of the week who made me look real good. When Michelle was out, he was the man there. Now Michelle is back and he's getting 20 plus carries. And on top of it, did we just read that Rex Burkhead got activated? That's very concerning because that means... Crowded backfield. It's a crowded backfield. And... I don't know what they're going to do with Burkhead, and it could be very minimal. But what I see here is there's just too many players, and they're giving Michelle the ball. So who's most affected? James White. Yes, you might have to start him because you got to start playing. Sure, of course. But against the Vikings' defense, Mm. I don't like it. So if you could stay away from him, stay if away from him. If you have the one. ability to stay away from him, like when we're taking phone calls on the Joe Rose show and these guys are calling in with most ridiculous running backs. Oh, my God. Right. Like, how do you have four insane yeah. running backs? He's the one you bench this week if you have him with some other really good players. Although I have to give a little credit to the guy I ripped earlier in the show, Ian, who uh, is the number one team in my league. His running back committee is about as nuts as you'll ever see on a fantasy football team. Kareem Hunt. James Conner, and who am I missing here? I'm missing one more that he's got on there. His name is Alvin Kamara. Oh, that's right, Alvin Why? Kamara. Why do I know your league better than I don't know. That's the scariest running back threesome I've right. seen on a team in a very long time. Uh, still got his ass kicked. So if he me. had James White, for example, then you're on the you're sitting him in that exactly. Situation. All right, any more running backs that fail the sniff test for you? Yeah, Peyton Barber has been getting some good run um, in Tampa, but against the Carolina rush defense, which is ranked number six in the NFL. I don't see him having a good game. I see them passing the ball a whole lot more. Uh, so, yeah, if you have Peyton Barber and you're thinking, oh, he had a touchdown last week. Ooh, this could be nice. No, not nice. Bad. Bad. Yeah. Very bad. Good. All right, so those are the running backs that failed the sniff test for week 13 of the NFL season. Let's get on to some wide receivers that uh, just – they stink. There's just they stir stinky for this week. Not stink overall, just stink for this yeah, week. Yeah, these guys don't stink. Yeah, because I can't. I'm not recommending. No, you love the first guy. I no, know. I know. Dude, this one hurts me. I know this. I, I don't know how this is on your list. Right, like this guy. This has got to hurt internally. Talk about nose candy. Yeah, multiple reasons why I'm bringing <laughs> right. him up. A, I love him, but Josh Gordon is a guy that I've been a sucker for, and I've loved him. Not and just I, you. A lot of people yeah, out there. Well, 
you know, back, I think. The potential for this guy is just uh, ridiculous. Coming off, I think it was back in 2014 or 2015 was that one of those two years. I'm bad with years. He had a, you know, MVP type season and he, in the playoffs of fantasy, one people, there's always that one guy every year. I could rip him off. Oh my God. Could I rip him off? Larry Johnson, Priest, Holmes last year was Todd Gurley. Those guys that you, the it player three years ago, Doug Baldwin, you, if you have that it player, um, you're going to win fantasy leagues because they're going crazy. Well, Gordon did that for me, so I'm always going to have a, a, a really close place with him in my heart. That being said, with Gronk back, he is highly limited right now. Um, not limited. It's not the right word. Gronk's getting his targets. Mm. And so all of a sudden, it's all about targets. When he was getting eight targets or nine targets when Gronk was out, now it's you know five to six targets, less opportunities to... Um, you know, get the ball means less. Score points for your fantasy team, basically, yes. So, with Gronk returning, Josh Gordon is taking the hit. Edelman is not taking the hit. God, Brady will just go to him in his sleep. He'll close his eyes and throw him the ball. So, the one player that is really being affected by that Gronk return is Josh Gordon. So, I'm scaling your expectations. I know you have to start him in a lot of leagues, but against the Vikings, again, this is not your best play this week. I don't think you should play him in DFS leagues. And if you have other options in your year-long leagues... Maybe look into him. Wow. Interesting stuff with Josh Gordon there. All right, give me some more wide receivers for week 13 of the NFL season that failed the sniff test. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I want you to bench Jarvis Landry until he proves it otherwise. It's contagious, bro. Yeah, bro. It's contagious. It's contagious, bro. Like, it's really contagious. Do you believe that speech? No. Yeah, because he's not backing it up. No, no, no. no. Or, or that big-ass contract he got by going that, to Cleveland. That's another thing. You Miami yeah. Dolphin fans, are, you should be actually happy about releasing him at, or however he went. Was well, it, he just left. He they, got, they left him. They didn't sign him back. They let him go. He went over to Cleveland, signed the monster deal in Cleveland for $15 million a year. And for that $15 million or less than that, you get Danny Amendola and Albert Wilson. But before both guys kind of got nicked up, that was a pretty good uh, trade-off for the well, Miami I thought, Dolphins. Yeah. Wilson was a hell of a lot more productive than he Landry. He was really And this guy's good. got great hands. And I don't understand what's going on. I literally in my notes, it's what has happened to him. And I don't know. And um, and Baker's playing well. Oh, Baker ba- Mayfield's oh. playing really well. That's what's surprising. You would think that he would have his one guy, you know, like that he just targets 12, 13 times a game, get him the ball, get him the ball in the end zone. I always thought, especially after that first start or that first time that Baker came in after Tyrod went down in that game, he threw the ball to Jarvis five, six times in a row, and I thought, this is going to be the best pickup in fantasy football all year. Jarvis will get 200 targets this year. Eh, stinky this year. You're just throwing a David Njoku. That's boy. it. Do you see that touchdown last week? Oh, my God. God bless. What right? was going on How about there? Chubb's catch? Oh. Chubb's catch was good, too. How, how he God, another great pickup on, this year. You yeah. really love that guy. I love Chubb. I know. I got uh, Chubb, yeah. I know you do. Not even on my fantasy team. Uh, oh, down below? Yeah, oh, that's it. boom. All right, anyway, Jarvis Landry, you know, yeah, I know if you have to start him again because it's between him and, you know, I'll go back to the guy I'm just crushing all the time, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, sure. you're starting Jarvis Landry. Yep. But overall, I am scaling your expectations. I don't believe in him. Any more wide receivers that uh, fail the sniff test for yeah, you this week? Yeah, uh, uh, Mohamed Sanu and uh, Calvin Ridley are both not great plays against that really tough Baltimore defense. Julio is going to get his, but if you have other options, I'd go in another direction. All right, so we, those are the players, running backs, quarterbacks, and wide receivers that fail the sniff test for Week 13 of the NFL season. That is the nose at Spencer Nose. Let's get on to one of my favorite segments of the week, whether we do it live on the Joe Rose Show or we do it here in the podcast the Nose Pick of the Week. It's the Nose Pick of the Week. Wow, you're such a radio guy. I try my best. It's so good. 
oh my god, I saw this guy on TV after the uh, the game in the post conference, uh, the post game conference, and he had such a fro. I was just so I, it was beautiful. I think I, heard, I think I know who I'm, you're I'm talking about. It. That's it. Seventies yep. gear on him and a fro that will just go for hours. And because of that, Philip Lindsay, you're the nose pick of the week, <laughs> guys. So, so uh, Philip Lindsay's become just a, a stud in Denver. Where the hell does this guy come from? He's living, right? The, actually, University of Colorado. Look at that. A little, a, well a little, a little bolder guy. Um, yeah, he is an undrafted guy that got signed from the Broncos. They. They, they draft Royce Freeman in the second or third round, and that guy is obsolete. This is the Philip Lindsay show, and I am all in on this guy. He looks amazing. He is a must-DFS start. He is a must-start for your fantasy team. And moving forward, I just feel it's, there's going to be an uptick. He's going to be a great player down the stretch. I really love what this kid brings to the table, guys. So against that Bengals defense, this is a no-brainer. Go all in, Philip Lindsay. I know you're going to make me look good, buddy, with that hair. Oh, my. Mm. All right, so that brings us to the end of what volume is this of our podcast? I don't even know anymore. Is it volume eight of the podcast, week 13 of the NFL season? That's the nose at Spencer Nose on Twitter, N O S E, hashtag the nose knows always. Uh, if you have any questions for him, you could always ask him on Twitter if we didn't get to any of the advice you needed here on the podcast, which is kind of a, it, it would be unprecedented since we talked about 7,000 people here on the podcast. Let me get a couple quick shout outs here listeners to the podcast first a big listener to our podcast and someone who actually tried to steal some advice this week who's in my own league my big money league Kyle Sorrell well done buddy you got some good advice from the nose you did what you had to do this week by winning and that's all I care about because once we get to the playoffs it's all hands on deck and if you do try to call the nose again the no- it's going to be disconnected you're not you're going to be blocked I will go on his phone and block your number but I'm glad you did get some good advice this week because you definitely needed it and I thank you for that win Someone who listens to our podcast all the time, Armando from Miami, our boy on Twitter, loves the nose. I love that guy. Armando loves you. I love him. And he loves you back more, and that's all that matters. Always waiting for the podcast to drop, so we had to give a little shout-out to him. And we have a listener from the Big Apple, Mr. Rich, Eric Sadkin, our boy up there. Love him up there. Manitou's finest, uh, Eric Sadkin. Thank you for always listening to the podcast. You know you're our boy for life there. Did he buy New York City yet? I believe he owns 13% of New York City, and Stephen Ross owns the other 87%. So there you go. Sadkin doing big things up there in the Big Apple. Thank you for listening to the podcast, as always. Uh, Nose does a live hit on the Joe Rose Show every Wednesday morning in the 9 o'clock hour. We never know when time in the 9 o'clock hour, so that's good tease for us here on the radio. Just listen during the 9 o'clock hour on the Joe Rose Show on 560 WQM. I am Zach Krantz, co-host of the Joe Rose Show. This is Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. And my partner here, the Nose, Spencer Nose. Have a good week, buddy. Make your playoffs, everybody. And uh, starting next week, we get real serious. Into the money. It's it. Into the money. We're here to win fantasy leagues. This is no joke. Win some money, win your leagues, have a good time as always. All right, so thanks for listening. Every Thursday morning we do post this podcast. We tape it on Wednesdays. Uh, If you need more questions answered, by the way, like I said a couple times here on the podcast, get on Twitter at SpencerNose, N-O-S-E, for any questions there. Have a great week. Have a good, well, have a good week this week in fantasy football as well. Unless always, you're playing me. It's Zach and the Nose.